You know, Franklin County is a haven for wildlife. You can take your camera and see all kinds of really interesting stuff. And we have a number of endangered species that exist right here in Franklin County, and you may be fortunate enough to spot some of these. Here's a few of the endangered species that exist in Indiana and in Franklin County. The badger. Yes, we occasionally see badgers here in Franklin County. The eastern red bat, the hoary bat, the Indiana bat, the little brown bat, and the northern long-eared bat. Bats are endangered because of habitat destruction and the least weasel. We have a couple of rare amphibians here in Franklin County. Blanchard's cricket frog. These are just adorable. And the four-toed salamander. Reptiles. Well, the eastern box turtle used to be critically endangered, but it's making quite the comeback. And they're a common sight around Franklin County. Kirtland snake, the rough green snake, the timber rattlesnake, and the western ribbon snake. And a number of interesting birds you can see right here in Franklin County. Bald eagle Eagles, you can often see soaring above the skies of Brookville Lake. The black and white warbler, broad-winged hawk, the great egret. These are absolutely gorgeous birds. The hooded warbler, the least bitter and a shorebird often seen around Brookville Lake. Red-shouldered hawk, sharp-skinned hawk, the upland sandpiper, and the worm-eating warbler. Have you seen any of these endangered species around Franklin County? We would love to hear about it. Well, I'm here today with Bridget Hayes. She's an active member of Post Number 77, the American Legion in Brookville, Indiana. Bridget, thanks for taking time out to meet me this afternoon. Well, thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about Legion Fest. Well, Legion Fest, this is our first year having it. So last year, we kind of did it a little bit with Canoe Fest. Uh, this year, we're kind of going out on our own. It's basically just going to be the first party of the summer here in Brookville. Uh, so it's going to be, first, we're going to have live music. Uh, we're going to have a beer garden. We're going to have our famous uh, fried chicken and pork chop dinner. We're going to have a cornhole tournament. There'll be lots of stuff for kids to do. We have a bounce house. And um, at the end of the evening, then, of course, is the fireworks. And that is uh, will be displayed at the town park. Uh, we're, we're counting on 10 o'clock right now, but it could be a little bit after. Uh, and that's going to be what the party's all about. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. Well, tell us about your famous uh, fried chicken and pork chop dinner. Who's going to be preparing that? Well, that's going to be the Sons of the American Legion. And who's heading that up right now is Eric Ebrams. Uh, the Sons of the American Legion do these chicken dinners uh, every month during the winter. And uh, they're going to do it again for us here for the Legion Fest. It's uh, just part of uh, how we give back to the community. Well, very good. And uh, tell us about the Sons of the Legion. Is that for children of uh, veterans, of service people? Is that what that is? So um, the American Legion is actually made up of three different groups. The first group is the Legionnaires, which uh, we are the veterans. And then the second group is called the Sons of the American Legion, which are sons of veterans. So it's a male only group. And then there's also the American Legion Auxiliary, which are the mothers, daughters, um, sisters of Legionnaire of Legionnaire. Oh, very good. Very good. First of all, let me uh, say to you, thank you for your service. We appreciate that so very much. Thank you for your support. And you mentioned that you mentioned that uh, musicians are playing. Who is going to be playing at the uh, Legion Fest? Well, we have two different uh, groups. We have one is Nick Winters, and that's from five to seven. And then we have uh, Jason and Robin, who've been playing around this. Both of them have been playing around this area for a very long time. And they are um, playing from 7 to 11, so they'll be playing after the fireworks as well. And when I talked to uh, Robin about describing his music, he said, oh, we play everything. We play <laughs> country, pop, classic rock. He goes, it's kind of like a jukebox. So we're really excited to have him come on. 
Oh, that'll be awesome. I am so excited to be, uh, to be in the audience and hear some, uh, hear some good music. So, so the benefits, the proceeds, what do they, uh, what do they benefit? Well, this year, since we are a little bit behind in terms of uh, asking for donations for the fireworks, uh, we weren't uh, really prepared to, to sponsor the fireworks this year. So um, really all the proceeds at this point are just going to go to, to put the event on uh, okay. next year. Hopefully we'll start a little earlier. We'll, We'll be able to get more donations from the community. Um, this this fireworks show is something that Brookville has had for years and years and years, and different groups have actually sponsored it. And this year is our first year, but like I said, we, we're only six weeks before the event when we found out that that we were going to be in charge of the fireworks, and we we kind of took a step forward and say, yeah, we'll run it. And so basically, everything that we make is going to go towards um, just paying for the fireworks this year. Well, we appreciate you stepping up and uh, keeping this uh, event going. I think it's going to be a great event. Lots going on in town that weekend. And uh, of course, the Legion is a big part of that. So excited about, and I believe this is the very first Legion Fest. Is that correct? It is. It certainly is the first year and we hope to be having it from uh, for all the years to follow on the last Saturday of June. Awesome. Well, let's talk just for a minute about the American Legion. You know, you mentioned the Sons of the Legion and the, uh, what was the name of the other group? The Auxiliary. Uh, the Auxiliary. What kind of things do they do aside from Legion Fest? How do they benefit the community? How do they benefit veterans? What kind of projects are you involved in? So one of the biggest things that the American Legion itself is what we do is we support the youth of the community. And our biggest event at this Legion is uh, what uh, we call the scholarship dinner. And uh, if you've seen anything lately, uh, we raised uh, $14,000 this year and we gave out $14,000 worth of scholarships um, to graduating seniors. And that's really our biggest event. And that really is just a combination of all the volunteers and all three groups. Uh, we just have an incredible, uh, wonderful group of people uh, that love our country and love this community. And so anytime we ask to do something, there's they come out in spades. Uh, so that's why the scholarship dinner is such a success, because everybody really helps to do that. Uh, we also do the we sponsor the um, Memorial Day Parade. Uh, we also have a Veterans uh, Day uh, ceremony at our post. We also do a flag disposal um, where we uh, dispose of the tattered flags every year. And uh, last year, we also had a POW MIA ceremony that really honored uh, the POWs uh, and MIAs from Indiana that have been lost in the Korean and Vietnam Wars uh, so that we never forget those those people or those families. And Certainly. so that's... Um, some of the things that we do. Certainly, certainly incredibly important. And we appreciate you all doing that. Is the American Legion open to the public? Do you have special dinners where just the general public can come in and support you? Uh, well, it's a private club, so generally no, but we do have seven days throughout the month that we designate as open to the public. And generally speaking, those are Fridays and Saturdays. Um, usually if we have um, uh, an, a big event there, like a wedding, we'll be open to the public so that our canteen can then serve alcohol to those guests as well. And so it, it really does fluctuate throughout the year. So if you just call down and say, are you open to the public? Uh, we'll be able to let you know. And also American Legion Post 77 there in Brookville has a Facebook page that folks can go and look for uh, information, correct? Yes, we sure do. We try to keep that up to date. Awesome. Very good. Well, we're very excited about Legion Fest coming up the first, we're going to call it the first annual Legion Fest. How's that? That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Brookville, Indiana. Bridget, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with me today. Thank you so much. I'm here with Robert Peters, and on June the 11th at the Franklin County Fairgrounds in Brookville, Indiana, we have something really special coming up. We have a rodeo 
that's going to benefit a very good cause. Robert, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, good morning, sir. So tell us about the rodeo and, and what kind of events people can expect. Tri-State First Responders is the name of our nonprofit organization. Uh, we are a nonprofit tax-exempt organization who, that wanted to uh, do this radio, rodeo excuse me, and do it on, of course, June 11th. And we're looking forward to housing as many first responders and individuals who want to come out and enjoy a great time in fellowship and watching not only a rodeo but a concert and a and very nice fireworks display at the end of the evening and we're looking forward to just an overall great time uh if you can imagine a rodeo the buck and bulls and the idea of throwing people off it, it sounds exciting to me i get excited just thinking about it that's awesome so you mentioned bull riding that's gonna be part of the rodeo do you know off the top of your head what some of the other events in the rodeo will be yes sir that we're gonna have two bands uh they're they're well known for low and matt gibson band they both were recently signed uh in their respective locations in nashville and places and we're looking forward to uh having them to start or kick off the event. Uh, but between 2.30 and 2.30 and 4.30, those bands will begin and play their respective set of uh, series of music. And then we will finally kick off at about, uh, I believe it's uh, right about 6.30, 6.45, we'll kick off the actual rodeo until the end of the evening when we'll have our fireworks, sir. So Robert, tell us what exactly is the Tri-State First Responders Association? Tri-State First Responders Association started back when Four uh, board members and myself got together and said, hey, it's about time with the financial status of the world in general, but a lot of agencies, police, fire, EMS, and the, you know, the, the other agencies of every part of the world that get involved and just don't have the financial means to make things happen anymore. And the lack of training that we saw and the lack of equipment to do their jobs really made it stressful on each of us at some point. And I mean, me personally, separate until I got into a full-time capacity of work, I remember having to buy my own equipment, my own handcuffs. My, well, you know, that may be a $1,500, $1,800 initial expense, but I paid for my own academy at $8,000 by the time you add up gas expense to get to and from daily academy classes. And it was like college to me. So once I gained that perspective of I spent need or that could possibly save my life or the life of others and then we took it one step further we said what about your volunteer firemen and your volunteer emts who are not only buying their equipment but they're using old gear outdated gear to enter a fire because their agency can't afford as a free agency to purchase additional gear until they get grant money. And, and it just really became sad because politically, you know, grants and things have fallen off because we as a world are losing amount of funding. And so I said, hey, there's got to be too many opportunities uh, to for us to raise money, do exciting events that create a reason to pull our region and community together and offer them an opportunity to give back so that we can look over applications, look over and review those things and offer up maybe some offset costs so that people don't uh, not at least get an opportunity to acquire the training they need that's essential in their life. Now, I will attach that there's one additional thing because we're a two-part organization and we stay to those two parts. We help the first responders, but I really don't want to go without telling you, Rick, something else that I personally in my heart hurt for, and I talked to the guys about it and I said, you know, I also, I remember participating every year with Shop 
with a cop. I remembered every year feeling really hurt for the children of the community who you can only pick a certain amount of people. And, and I think everybody listening and your viewers would understand that it, it's really sad when four kids get to go, but the fifth kid's left out. And so I said, oh, wait a minute here. I need to allow an opportunity for somehow for children, not just as a Christmas or a holiday season, but allow that when we do things, we need to do them big. So if I can set up in the years to come and allow the uh, police department's first responders to do like a first responder shop with the cop kind of thing, I would love to see in our area anyhow, 50, 80, 100, maybe more police, fire, EMS in a long train like a parade taking lights and siren our kids from the region maybe 200 or more but taking them to a walmart to a large big block store and us writing a check or stroking the credit card children know that they are also not left unattended absolutely tri-state first responders association i am assuming covers southeast indiana southwest ohio and northern kentucky correct that's a correct answer sir all right very good so the rodeo will be june the 11th start time with yes, the sir. music is at what time it's at 2 Gates will open at two. We'll get everybody in between them getting their vendor items, you know, getting you some La Rosa's pizza or something like that. Get your seats settled and about 2.30 will begin. Awesome. And this is at the Franklin County Fairgrounds, Franklin County, Indiana, and it benefits the Tri-State First Responders Association, a very worthy cause. Robert, thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. Very excited about this event. Thank you, sir. You have a wonderful afternoon and we'll see everybody there at the Tri-State First Responder Rodeo. We have lots of fun events coming up here in beautiful Franklin County for this weekend today through Sunday. Experience the Get a Clue Escape Room in Metamora, the 8th through the 12th. It's the Steel Soldiers Rally that's being held at Haspen Acres. Thursday the 9th, it's Euchre Night at 3rd Place in Brookville. Friday the 10th, live music at 3rd Place. The Twin Suns will be appearing from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday the 11th, you can build your own boat at the Whitewater Canal State Historic Site. That's 10 a.m. to noon. And stick around for a bit because at 2 p.m. there's going to be guided tours of the Whitewater Canal. Also on the 11th. Second Saturday with Joe Shelton, singer-songwriter from Indianapolis. He'll be appearing at the Blue Umbrella Bistro and Bakery in Metamora from 6 to 8 p.m. And we'll wrap up Saturday with the Haunted Tour of Metamora at 7 p.m. And on Sunday the 12th, it's the Children's Poor Painting Class that's at Metamora's Creative Arts and Education Center at 6 p.m. As always, you can check out our website, franklincountyin.com events for more information on any of these events and late-breaking upcoming events. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Experience Franklin County Podcast. We're so glad you chose to spend a few minutes with us this week. As we get close to the weekend, think about coming down and visiting. You can always make memories in Franklin County, Indiana.